0: Morning my friends. Welcome to another beautiful day. A beautiful day where we get to live for Christ. Where we get to live loved by Christ, where we get to live saved by Christ through faith, and we get to live for him. With him at work in us and through us and I mean, isn't that just such a gift? I'll be honest with you, some days I wake up and I forget that. And it feels like I'm just going through the motions. And I forget how incredible it is that not only did Christ love me enough to save me, did he love you enough to save you, but he also loves us enough to work in us and through us and for us. And we get to work for him, the creator of the universe has chosen to work in you and through you and for your good. <laughs> and you get to live for him. I forget the wonder of that truth sometimes. And the thing I love about Paul, as we're reading through you know his letter to the church in Corinth, as we've been reading through his writings, is that he is always there to remind you of that awesome truth. And just in our last episode, we saw that Paul was, you know, sharing his own convictions and more importantly, sharing his why. His why was all about Christ, the gospel, and love. And now we're going to see a prescription for, for all believers. Paul was giving his own convictions, and now he's giving a prescription for everyone. And we talked about that idea that, Every person has a unique calling. Every person has a unique assignment. Even even Paul said that in chapter 7, verse 17. Only let each person lead the life that the Lord has assigned to him and to which God has called him. And as we've seen, that can look different, right? But here is something Paul is going to tell everyone. This applies to you no matter what your unique calling and your unique assignment may be, no matter that it's different from mine or from your other church brothers and sisters. We all have this same prescription on our lives and that is to be self-disciplined and working toward something. So let's dive in. Let's read that. We did just leave off on Paul saying, I do it all for the sake of the gospel that I may share with them in its blessings. That's his why. So now 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24, and I'm reading from the ESV. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. And here the thing I love is when you look back at the Greek word, it says this word for so that we see in English, the the context or the connotation is actually in this manner. In this manner, run, that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, a perishable prize, right? A perishable trophy, if you will, a perishable reward. But we, an imperishable. And I just love this reminder. This reminder that you look at someone in a race and you know that they are running hard to the end because only one person gets a prize. Right, The Olympics weren't very long ago, to be honest. I didn't really watch them, but that's what it always makes me think of. People training for their entire lives, for years of their lives, day in and day out, for hours on end to make it to that point, to run or, or to play in the Olympics to get that gold, that silver, that bronze. And when you think about that kind of dedication... When you think about that kind of commitment, that kind of focus in that manner, in the same manner run that you may obtain it. In the same way we should be approaching our lives for Christ. And let me tell you, this is a conviction for me. Like I said, some days I wake up and I forget, (laughs) I forget the gift. I lose focus. I get caught up in the storms of this life and the challenges and the distractions. And I forget where I'm going and why I'm going there. Just like a runner, right? Someone in the Olympics, an athlete, they remember where they're going. If you're like me and you love football, (laughs) our family's gotten into football. We have our own fantasy league. It's been so much fun. (laughs) But if you like football, you know that those football players, they have their eye on that Super Bowl. And before that Super Bowl, they've got their eye on the next win. And before that next win, they have their eye on the next play in the game. They know where they're going. They are focused. They are dedicated. They are committed. And they are living their lives to get there. I was reading this book, Winning, by Tim Grover, talking about uh, Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and how they lived their lives. You know, they were big winners in the basketball world, right? Championship after championship, ring after ring, success after success. And you look at what he has to say about them and you see that it wasn't just their days in the gym. It wasn't just their time practicing with the team, but their life was geared and focused towards their goal of winning. Of succeeding, of being a better athlete than they were the day before, of making the next shot, of winning the next game. And if there was something in their life, even if it was totally unrelated to basketball, that was keeping them from that, they would address it. And in the same way, we are meant to pursue our lives, living our lives for Christ. Running, That we can obtain a prize. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. And so should we. Just like for these athletes, the Olympics, football, basketball, it begins to infect, if you will, their entire life. So should Christ be for us. And how much more should Christ be for us? Because spiritual matters are actually tied to everything we do. So we should be practicing discipline. We should be looking at that end goal of being a good steward for Christ, of him coming back and saying, well done, good and faithful servant. We should be looking at that next person that we can minister to, the next person we can build up. We should be looking at the next good choice. And that does mean commitment. That does mean hard work. That does mean self-discipline. And for me, that self-discipline is really hard, I know, around things like social media. They can distract you, but you better bet that those athletes in the Olympics, those athletes on the Super Bowl winning team, those athletes in the NBA, they're not spending all their time on their phone. They are out being committed and dedicated and living in the direction, and in the focus of their purpose. They are pursuing that. They are training. They have self-control. And look at how much more we should be doing this because they do it to receive a perishable wreath, a perishable trophy, a perishable ring, a perishable gold medal. But we, an imperishable, We do it for our Lord, for our Savior, for our God. We do it because we love other people and those souls that God will touch through us. They matter so much more than any earthly trophy. (laughs) So check in with the Lord today. Ask Him, How am I doing? How am I doing in my consistency, in my dedication? How am I doing in my self-control, even when distractions come up, even when it's a hard day, even when I don't feel like it? Am I dedicated? Am I, am I focused and directed toward the right thing, which is God's calling on your heart, which, yes, there's a unique calling for you, but his calling is also to share the gospel, to live his love for believers and unbelievers alike. How are you doing as you are running this race for the Lord. And we're going to continue. Paul has a a little bit more to say about this idea of self-discipline tomorrow. So tune in then and I will see you tomorrow morning. And don't miss out on my second podcast that airs every single Sunday. In 20 minutes or less, you can spend time meditating on God's word. So go look up Hesed Heart Meditation. That's H-E-S-E-D, heart meditation. Every Sunday, we'll be meditating on a new section of God's word. And tomorrow's meditation is meditating on this truth that in Christ, I am safe. So go find it, Hesed Heart Meditation, and I'll see you there.